Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Oh no. <laughs> what happened? Was that that wasn't me, was it? No, I have no idea. Like all of a sudden we were talking and the recording glitched and <laughs> Did you hear me when I was like, Liz, I can't hear you? No. <laughs> what did you hear? Nothing. It just went completely silent. But it said it was still recording. So, um, Anchor yeah. hates us. It can Anchor probably, does. it's probably been listening to our conversations about how much it sucks. <laughs> it's like, here, we're going to throw some other technical difficulty at you. Yeah. I mean, should we split the cost? <laughs> For that monthly one that costs like what ten bucks? Ten dollars. I know. What I can't even remember what it was called though. I don't know. I really am. I'm going to take an action item after our recording today. I'm going to spend the rest of my evening researching the best way because this has been. I think every single recording we start or have like at some point in the middle of some technical difficulty or something. It's always all over the place. Yeah, it is. It's been really bad. I know. I'll do that. I promise. I promise, listeners. That <laughs> <laughs> listening um, has any suggestions, please let us know. Yes. Yes. You can write to us at um, newrulesoldfriends at gmail.com. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? I don't think I've checked that. <laughs> I, set up the G- I set up the Gmail account. I don't think I've ever logged in and looked at it. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I'm sure we have just like. It's probably full things. of like, yeah, spam. Or like the few times I've gotten on our Instagram and I probably started Instagram shopping accidentally. So <laughs> that's all that gets sent to our email. Dude, yeah, like when I'm trying to save money, that's the one thing I have to cut down on. It's the only effective way is to just not be on Instagram. Yeah, I know. The Instagram ads, man, they like, they're vicious. They are. It's because their algorithm's so good. Like, I really do love everything they show me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a problem because they do a really good job of advertising. Am I the only one who I'll be on Instagram? And I'm like, for no reason, I'm just bored. So I'm like on stories or whatever. And then suddenly I find myself on a completely different website and I forget that I like why I was there and I forget I was on Instagram to begin with. Like, you know how it opens up now? So within Instagram. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have this happen all the time where I like get this confused days feeling. <laughs> like, what happened? Where, where am I? <laughs> what am I doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah I just I usually find myself you know 10 minutes into an Instagram stalking expedition where I'm looking at somebody's boyfriend sister like stalking her old old photos and I'm like what am I doing see okay that that I think is less ridiculous because that's like the whole point of Instagram and she like people like that secretly okay like tell me that you wouldn't Okay, don't lie to me. Tell me there's not a part of you 
so that flattered. would feel a little gratified and flattered if like Dave's ex-girlfriend was like, whoa, who is his hot wife? And was like looking at all your pictures like, oh my gosh, she runs and oh my gosh, look at her backflipping off the boat in the lake in her so bikini. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be so flattered. Like but that's what every girl's dream is that her, her like husband's ex is stalking her jealously. Yes, it's, I mean, it's true. Like you're right. I'm not even going to deny it. But the problem is I'm not good at it. Like I always accidentally end up like somebody liking somebody's photo and it's like a really old photo. So it's clear I was stalking them. Yeah. (laughs) So I just need to get better at doing that. Um, Oh, I have to tell you, I finally went to the grocery store. (laughs) Wait, 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 I didn't. You had said you hadn't gone to the grocery store? No, I've been refusing to go to the grocery store for like two weeks because I I don't know. I think I've just been busy at work. And at the end of the day, I come into the kitchen and my husband hasn't been as busy. So he's sitting around and he looks up and he'll be like, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know what's in the fridge. And it's like this little rebellion I've been doing to be like, I'm too busy to go to the grocery store. So you could do it. But of course he doesn't do it. So Mm. this is, this is to the point it got. All right. My neighbor, his name is old Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. Old Dave. Um, okay. So let me just back up a minute. I think that we've talked about the fact that we're like kind of picky about the food that we eat from other people's kitchens. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Catherine talked about that, your sister, cause she was like, if I feel like this person is not like clean, like just basic cleanliness, then you don't want to eat food from the kitchen that they make. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So old Dave is a hoarder. <laughs> he has like 17 cats and his house like in the summer when we have the windows open and if the wind is blowing the right way you'll just smell cat piss (laughs) so bad wait hoarder with cats is a whole different level of hoarder I know I know it's so bad and so every time he gives us food I refuse to eat it. He's very sweet. Old Dave is a great neighbor. He talks a lot. Very sweet. But this was to the point we got tonight. He had made us, out of the kindness of his heart, some weird cranberry sauce that you put over cream cheese and you eat with crackers. (laughs) And that's what we had for dinner. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. We had half a block of cream cheese because that's what was in the fridge. <laughs> like, and it was food from old Dave's kitchen. So, okay, I know. So I finally went to the grocery store tonight. I gave in. Yeah. What did you get? Um. Well, I also refused to meal plan because that took more time that I didn't want to do. So yeah. I kind of just bought all these random vegetables, and then mm-hmm. I think I also bought like seven boxes of tea. <laughs> You know, the impulse tea buys, yeah, they get me too. Sometimes if I'm like tired and I don't know what I want, I just buy tea like while I'm getting other stuff. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm drinking a lot of tea because it's cold outside and I'm trying to do that instead of drinking wine in the evenings. Mm. But I still manage to spend $100 on vegetables and tea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that's like a cheap grocery trip for me now. 
Well, yeah, I'm feeding two people and we can survive off of half a block of cream cheese. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, clearly I didn't do well. Yeah, well, you know, you you do what you need to do. (laughs) Oh, and two more things. So I said this when we first tried recording, but I still want to give you accolades for your amazing entryway or mudroom. And I think it looks so good. And I'm so impressed by the way that you just said, I'm going to do this. And you got it done like in one day. So thanks. It's very, it's very inspiring. I really, I really, I mean, I feel like it can be a good thing and a bad thing. I get it from my mom. She is an artist and she has insane amounts of energy. (laughs) And so what that means is when she, um, when she's, has inspiration for a project it's like balls to the wall and it's done like she does not sleep she's done in 48 hours like it's intense (laughs) so yeah I feel like that's yeah that's where I get it but it can be very hard because I'm like I don't want to run when I'm working on a like a like a home job it's I don't I'm not an artist but like I do love painting the walls in my house I love decorating I love you know um just like making my home more beautiful and adding to the value of the home. Mm -hmm. And I love doing it myself because I'm so much more in control of the timeline. I hate when you're like at the mercy of a contractor and his subs and the subs subs, (laughs) you know, when things get in, it's like, I could do this in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Anyway. That's good. I mean, I don't think that David and I have done minimal house projects, but I think watching the ease with which you're able to transform your home, it just helps me maybe take a little bit more risk than I normally would with my projects. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I hung up a picture. Yeah, that is. (laughs) That is a big thing. I made a decision on where something should go. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and my second thing, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Ashley Santiago, who I still call Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, we love you, and we talk about you. Um, and uh, she she texted me saying that she um wanted to bake more bread this year, or like start baking bread. Mm. So I'm gonna send her the recipe you sent me, which I've been using for my wheat bread every single week. Yeah, but I also made a weird comment to her, and I wanted to check, like, fact check it with you because mm-hmm. she lives in San Diego, and I was like, "Oh, girl, you got a stand mixer. You live in a warm climate. Like, it'll be perfect." And she's like, "Why do I need a warm climate for bread?" And I mm-hmm. honestly think it's easier to make bread if you're still if you're like first trying it out in a warm climate yeah oh yeah totally it rises so much better especially sourdough I mean sourdough is so like my house I keep my house really cold in the winter because I'm just trying to well I I don't like I'm always tempted to want it to be really cold with the air conditioner in the summer so then like I just have to I, I've been trying to be really economical and like, I've been asking other people, what do you usually keep your thermostat set to? And I found, I found out that I was like way higher than I should have been, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, the, all that to say that sourdough, I, I revived my sourdough starter a week ago and it's been so hard because it's so hard to control how it rises. Cause my kitchen's pretty chilly. 
And that's where I'm, I was so disappointed for you when you found out your drawer under your oven was not a warming drawer, a proving drawer. Um, What was I thinking? Uh, Like, (laughs) which, oh, please start watching Great British Baking Show. It is not reality TV the way you think it is. It is British TV. It's like, think of it as watching the Weather Channel or news. It is so, or like National Geographic. Like, it is so fun. And it's not like a, it's not like a dirty (laughs) contest. Like they don't, they don't, they don't pit the um, contestants against each other. All the contestants are so cute and like BFFs. It's adorable. And okay, but but do they do that thing where they like tell you what they're gonna talk about and then they talk about it and then they like give you commercials of what's coming and no. they do that? No, okay, because no. that I think is what I hate the most about reality TV is I'm like you could have well, this whole show in ten minutes. They never, no, they never do because it's not the. Dr- there's not a ton of drama. There's no manufactured drama in the early, at least I I didn't watch past when their original, they had three original hosts who had to leave because of contract stuff when they switched like platforms or something. So mm. I only recommend the original ones with Mary Berry and I can't remember their names now, which I feel really guilty about, but the, they're so cute. They're like the, ryan seacrest of the show these two women um okay mel and sue sue and mel maybe um but they're just really funny light comedic and they don't yeah they keep it super chill and fun but anyway they they talk all about they have a proofing drawer under the ovens and they use that all the time for breads and um that made me kind of think about looking into it for my my hopefully dream kitchen, which will hopefully happen in the next 12 months, but might be next year. I don't know. But, um, anyway, I just, I was really interested. And then I was so sad for you that your husband was like, Nope, it's not, it's not for that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they That's do dark. make them, they do make standing like in the United, in the United States, they do make standing ovens that have a drawer underneath that you know, is not just, it's not storage for pans. <laughs> like, like my mom always used ours for it. Maybe ours was not for that, but it is actually for, there is one for proving. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'll just live vicariously through you when you do your kitchen remodel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I have a topic for us, Ooh. but I can't remember if we already did it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was trying to look it up and I'm like, I'm having a hard time finding our podcast in my, in my, uh, let's see, wait. Your narrative is one sided. <laughs> Do not gift junk. Sustainable is less stressful. I need a timer. Make a choice on it. Yeah, we already did the one I was going to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, I have another one. I have a second one. Okay. Perfect. I was going to do right. Don't Let the Best Be the Enemy of the Good because I have been. That is just like probably the biggest theme in my life that I always go back to. But I feel like if you have a good example, you can always append it, you know? True. I'll leave it up to you. It's your it's your week. <laughs> well, I well, it's okay. Let's let's talk about this other one. Okay. Okay. So I was gonna say that um beauty is something that I think about a lot as I get older and I'm mm-hmm. thirty-two. And I am still trying to figure out what, what are the acceptable things that I'm okay with investing in to feel pretty and what are the things that are over the top, um, are way too extravagant or like 
or will make me ultimately be less satisfied with myself as I age? Like, what are the things that it's kind of like, um, like a two edged sword, like you pay for it later. You know what I mean? Like it makes me feel pretty now, but then it makes it even harder as you get older because it's like, you're just slowing the inevitable and maybe it like makes it harder to accept. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking about it today because I had a, um, I went to the orthodontist, um, for, to get in a, just like a quote for Invisalign. Um, because honestly it's not a cosmetic reason. My teeth have been shifting and they've been like sore. Um, and I no longer have the retainer that I had from when I had braces in high school and my bite feels weird (laughs) because like they fixed my bite in high school with my braces. And then because my teeth have shifted just a teensy bit, it's affected the bite. So anyway, so there's like some good reasons and it's not a huge amount of money. Like insurance covers half of it. And the other half is really not like we can pay for it up front. It's not a big deal. And I still feel a little guilty about it. Like, I'm like, this is cosmetic. I could totally live with this. Like, it's absolute. like the dentist did not point it out and tell me I need to go. It was something that I started feeling like, yeah, I don't like the way this feels. And I also don't like the way one tooth looks and angles and pictures. (laughs) And okay, like my parents spent a lot of money on my, they spent a lot more than I'm going to be spending on this. They spent a lot of money on me, on my teeth in high school. And Mm. part of me is like, I want to protect their investment. (laughs) (laughs) Although they probably just wanted to make sure I got married and they probably don't care about how straight my teeth are now. (laughs) No. You know what though? Like, actually that is something I looked into in December myself. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I, um, and like, think I, well, actually it was November because I got COVID and then I had to cancel my appointment and I was so upset about it. Um, also good reminder to me, I need to call the dentist, but, (laughs) um, I was like thinking about the same thing because actually for me, I never had braces Yeah, and, um, I wish I had, and my teeth are mostly straight, but same thing where like I have a front tooth that like kind of looks weird in pictures, you know, like I definitely have a good side versus a bad side. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm in my thirties. I can decide to have a good smile. I can decide to have a great smile and straighten my teeth and whiten them. Yeah. And why not? You know? Um, but I, I kind of struggled with the same thing where I was like, this is purely, well, for me, it was purely cosmetic and vanity. Yeah. But I don't think that that means it's bad. No, you know? I don't. I mean, I think if it were a guy, okay, so my friend's husband did this. He had really crooked teeth his whole mm-hmm. life. And like in his late 30s, he had the money and he got Invisalign and they were, it, it's like he smiles so much more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like gives you a another level of confidence. It's so true. And it's, it's like. You know, like when I look at a guy, it's to be like, oh yeah, totally. That's a good, that's a good thing. You know, like, but I don't know if it's like women are hard on ourselves or we know that we have the, <laughs> we know that it's a slippery slope for women. Cause I mean, guys are not going out and getting Botox and getting highlights and <laughs> getting manicures. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's that too, but, um, but yeah, like I, yeah, there's so many things that like, 
I could spend, I mean, I could easily spend like I'm not, I, I, I could easily money. spend five grand a year <laughs> on just cosmetic stuff. Easily. Low, low ball number. So, okay. I want to know more of what you would, because we did kind of talk about this with sustainable is less stressful. Yeah. Because for me, like, like I have decided I would never do anything that requires constant upkeep. Cause I just know I'm not good about that. But that's why for me, like getting my teeth straightened and whitened, that was, which I haven't done yet. That's but a one. Thing. It's totally yeah. different. Well, yeah, exactly. So like, because okay. it's not like you have to go every so two weeks. Botox <laughs> has become cheaper and cheaper mm-hmm. and more and more accessible. And so everybody's doing it. And it's usually like, what, $200 a pop? You go, it's about $200 to get like your forehead lines erased. But it only lasts for about three months. Mm. And it lasts less than that the more you do it. And it lasts less than that if you have a very high musk, like if you're very active and fit and have like a lot of muscle in your body because your body breaks it down faster. Oh, yeah. Or, Or like I think it's not. Yeah, it's like the it's like relaxes your muscles up there. But if your muscles are used to like, like bouncing back you know you know what I mean like then it affects it um so I mean it's still gonna Mm -hmm. last more than a month but but yeah like that's that's one getting your eyebrows done like oh my gosh I hate I hate my eyebrows um I know you said you loved getting your eyebrows professionally done like that's one um I feel like it completely changed the shape of your face, mm-hmm. but I also have, <laughs> this is where I got them done and I loved them so much. And then I haven't been back because I'm not good at uh, <laughs> reoccurring things. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't know how many visits it would take for me to get well shaped, like nicely shaped brows. And that's where I'm like, he told me I had to come once a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much was it? Yeah. I mean, I think it was like $50, yeah. right? But if you think about it, a gel manicure is going to be that much and you have to do that every three weeks. So it's like, it's, it's the same. I feel like they're all the same, yeah. you know, from a price perspective. Well, that's, so that's what I mean. Like I, if you could easily spend, you know, eyebrows, gel fingernails and, um, you know, highlights and haircut and, um, like even throw in there, you know, what your if you do like an expensive workout boutique workout gym to like have a better toned physique yeah. as you get older or like, I don't know. Um, I, I just, I feel like, okay, here's, here's what, sorry, this is all over the place. Um, <laughs> But I guess what I'm like wrestling with, it's different from our former talk about sustainable beauty. It's more like when it comes to being a married woman and growing older, like there is an important balance of loving yourself and, and like, you know, self care. (laughs) Um, And And just, like, then there's a point where it's, like, the more you do, the more you feel like you need to do. Like, the more you notice that you're dissatisfied with. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm, like, like, I don't, at this stage of life, I don't really love the idea of doing Botox because I'd rather, it's more appealing to me 
to to spend the same amount of money on some really good anti-aging serums and like lotions that are good for my skin because that to me is more like loving the skin I actually have rather than trying to um, artificially change it. Interesting. So do you, so when you start listing out all these things like, okay, I could do Botox, I could straighten my teeth or I could get my eyebrows done or any of this, is that kind of like the baseline you use to say, am I loving the skin that I have versus trying to morph into somebody else? See, that's what I don't know because I don't think it's bad. Like Liz, I don't think it'd be bad for you to go straighten your teeth. And I'm not just saying that because I want to straighten mine. (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's a really good idea. I think everybody like, should. <laughs> I mean, to begin with, if my parents had not, I only have sore teeth because my parents did get me braces, but it wasn't a necessity for me to have braces back when I got them. Like, I didn't have it as bad as like my brother needed braces and it was so bad. I mean, he had, I think he had to have like mouth gear and Joey. Oh, no. Yeah, he had, he had really, I don't remember that. He had a lot of like. They had to do some pretty intensive jaw. He had, like, some stuff with his jaw, I think, was his issue. Um, I'm pretty sure he had headgear. Anyway, um, it was much more – it was much more aggressive than mine was. And mine was very much just, like, it wasn't – my teeth were not pretty. And, I mean, they were worse than yours. Like, yours were basically straight. Um, they're just not perfectly yeah. straight. And we're so used to, like – like, we don't notice people having perfect teeth anymore. We only notice when people don't have perfect teeth. Because so many people in America have perfect teeth. Yeah, but that's like, true. But, like, that's, that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's – there are good reasons. Like, like with, you know, what I found out with my bite. Like, your bite could be just a, t- a hair off. And that can cause you to grind your teeth. That can cause – um issues with your gums and issues with your teeth as you age like there's just a lot of things about it you know um yeah and then you know like is it bad to whiten your teeth no like like that's that's uh, well objectively that's actually good for your teeth because it helps you know protect it from plaque and stuff but like or like you know highlighting your hair is that bad or wrong or no like I don't think it is I think I'm just I'm trying to figure out what's the balance like what is the balance as I'm getting older? Because even like so many of these things are a response to aging. Because when you are young, just youth is beautiful. Like, do you guys, okay, listeners, like, do you guys look at young women <laughs> who are like 18 or 19? You're just like, oh my gosh, youth is just so beautiful. Like, you're just so beautiful. And it's not because you have perfect features. It's not because you like lucked out in the gene pool. It's because you're young and you've got the glow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I, I look at that sometimes. I don't feel envious. It's just like, I've more like marveled, like, wow, I had that and I didn't even know it when I had it, you know? Um, yeah. Like where you're just, yeah, like you just wash your face and your skin looks beautiful and your hair is shiny and, you know, everything. I don't know. There's just like an aura about you when you're young. And yeah, like objectively, I look better now because I know how to dress for my body. I know how to do my hair. But like, I don't have that glow that, you you know, that youth is beautiful. And um, mm-hmm. I do think it's a mistake when you try to chase that your whole life because that is never meant to last your whole life. 
like that's that's a special part of being young and um you know it's not that you like peak and then everything's di- it's just that it's different like your your goals are different as you get older yeah. you're married like it's not you don't need to attract swarms of young men <laughs> like, right. you know it's it, I just I don't see that bringing happiness to people like that's where it's it's okay it's not I'm not even saying it's bad it's just like I want to be happy like I want to age happily and mm-hmm. what I'm trying to figure out is a good rule of thumb to have in in aging happily and you know I do think straightening my teeth would help. Of course, just watch. I'll straighten my teeth and then feel like one of my teeth is not shaped right. And then what? Like a veneer or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. This is interesting. So the question is like, how do you age happily and embrace your beauty at each age instead of chasing where it used to be? Yeah, exactly. Instead of just trying to recreate what you had and look exactly like you did. Huh. I haven't thought about this before. Um, So, but I have, well, today I was actually on a video call and um, I was, it was like me and two other women and a guy, but one of the women, she's gorgeous and she's very, like, she, she does very clean makeup. You know, very, she was just wearing, wearing a hoodie and had her hair done just straight, but she was very clean and purposeful, mm-hmm. you know, and it made me think, I was like, I don't think a lot of times I'm purposeful in the way I put myself together. I'm like, oh, I'm having a bad hair day and I just leave it as a bad hair yeah. day. Or, you know, I don't have that purpose of like, this is the very put together look I want mm-hmm. to have. And I, I just felt kind of inspired by yeah. her in the call today. So I was like, oh, I mean, sometimes you miss that transition of being like, I'm an adult. I'm, you know, maybe you're looking at the youth. The youth. Yeah, when you were 19, <laughs> I you could said. throw your hair up in a ponytail and still look cute AF. <laughs> right. But... But there was always, like, the women that were just out of reach. And I remember being 18 and seeing these women who were, like, in their late 20s or early 30s and just realizing that they were so gorgeous. But it was, like, a whole nother Is level. Is it, like, the word, you know? being, like, poised? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. It's poised. Yeah. So I think it's funny because that's literally what I was thinking about today. But it was kind of the opposite of you because you're thinking about the – effortless beauty of youth and the glow that you have and I was thinking about how how do I make the transition to a purposeful like yeah no I love that because that is no I'm attracted to that too like I want I want to look um clean and you know put together and um but yeah not yeah, not sloppy. Like when you're young, you can be sloppy and it's like part of your charming sporty look, you know? Um, but right. I do agree that as you get older, that's like, you know, like maybe it's a part of embracing, you know, not, um, it's just a different, a different type of beauty. And I really, I do. I like that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just, uh, well, you know, you sprung this one on <laughs> me and I just, I don't know if I have a lot of thoughts other than um, I think it's still purposeful either way, right? 
even if you're it's it's considering all these options in front of you like do I want to straighten my teeth do I want to do this do I want to do you know all these different items and it's you don't just decide to do it one day to make yourself feel good I mean you can do that that's fine but if you're creating your look it should be purposeful and and complimenting your lifestyle as well as your age Mm, yeah yeah I guess that's that's my issue I think with Botox and I have dear friends who get it and they swear it just makes them feel so much better and they're like I don't need to spend money on skincare products because I did Botox and that's great and I'm not knocking Mm -hmm. that at all like if that's um an important thing for someone and it really helps like that's great like you do you like well no we established we can't say that anymore right because it really means right right yourself (laughs) right Um, you do you but no I mean it sincerely like I I'm not you I'm not you I don't know what it feels like and I I don't know there's no like wrong thing here except there are things that you regret because they really make life harder in the end for you and I do think that like embracing age as you're aging is is not our culture is not doing very good at it like our culture is not showing us beautiful examples of like it's really just like sexy young things or hot older Mm -hmm. things but it's like all focused on sex appeal I think and so that means you're like masking your wrinkle like you're ashamed of your wrinkles you're ashamed of your grays you're, you know, you want just like perfect skin and, and makeup and hair and you want to look like frozen in time because that's your sex appeal. And I think that um, like what happened to the Audrey Hepburns and the Grace Kelly ideas of like, yeah, like very poised and beautiful and different and interesting or even the Diane Keatons, you know, like um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are, I think people are trying to, I think there's more people thinking about this out there because I found Instagram new again, <laughs> that I was interested <laughs> in women going gray. And so I started getting all these suggested <laughs> posts of these women who have like accounts about how great it is to go naturally gray. Oh my god! It's gosh. really funny. There's a whole like underground community out there of them. <laughs> And I, I really only have a couple gray hairs. Like at first I thought I was graying like my dad, which, you know, is terrible because he was fully gray by 29. Right. Um, right. But, right. but then right. it slowed down. I think I had some years where I had more grays and then it really slowed down. So now I'm like, I think I'll be more on my mom's trajectory and she's still not fully gray and she is almost 60. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your mom is just gorgeous. Actually, while we're talking about your mom. She is the perfect example of somebody who's very poised and purposeful about her. Yeah. Well, she is, but she doesn't realize it. She's not good at teaching. (laughs) Like if you asked her, like she just has that effortless artist eye for things. Like that's the problem. It's not a science for her. So yeah, it does look like she always has a very signature style and a very like great she's so good with layering and she's always Mm -hmm. known the right haircut for her and like the right hairstyle like she's never messed around with like 20 different hairstyles like I have like she's always just known what works but like right she's not she does not it's not something that 
was taught to her. It's just instinctive. And so she does not know how to teach it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so frustrating for the rest of I us know. who are just like, tell us how to look like Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, I was looking at these. Oh, what I realized about these women with gray hair is they did look so lovely. And, you know, it was because they actually styled their hair. And I realized, mm-hmm. like, how often do you see women, like, you do see women who are gray, and they look terrible because they're, gro- they're growing <laughs> out bottle dye that they did at home, and it looks so bad, and it's got, like, that reddish or purplish tint to it, or yeah. they're just, yeah. like, the hair all looks frizzy, like, they don't, they never put product in it, and it's not styled at all, and, and may, you know, that's, maybe they're totally happy with that look, and that's, I, I don't mean to be, like, sounding nasty but it's more just like it's you know when I'm looking at women who I'm like oh she's so lovely I want to be like that it's that's where you're exactly right it's that they they spent just the right amount of time on a few little things to feel pretty but it wasn't it's not hiding it's not it's it's actually just enhancing it's you know it's like the difference of doing some tasteful makeup and doing like full like crazy black eyeliner everywhere contoured face like like I don't I realized in the same vein like I don't love foundation because I think it makes it harder for me to love my skin um and it Mm -hmm. makes my skin not as good so I like to instead um I do a little bronzer and blush and highlighter and then I have just and I invest in a really good serum for my skin right now I'm really into the vitamin c serum uh, I need to get some good stuff. Yeah, I can. I can link. I can figure out if I can share links on the Apple Podcast platform. But, but I can share to the the best vitamin C serum ever. And then, like, if you just get like, I always put my makeup on the car and I apply with my fingertips, um, because it just keeps it like simple and it's easy to do. And I have no excuse to not do it. And I feel so pretty after I do it. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I just I'm trying to yeah, like, how do we? how do we know? Like, is it like, is it just different for every woman? What your own little regimen is that, that makes you instantly feel poised? Yeah, I think it has to be, but I think that a lot of people don't consider that it's more of the, like, this has always been my routine. So it's what I'm going to do. Or they do, just copy. Which is good. If you're someone like, what everyone else yeah. Is doing. And if you're like, mm-hmm, and if you're someone like your mom, where you can do that and, and, have you've looked perfect your entire (laughs) life then (laughs) that's good but I feel like I'm in the the second boat where it's more okay this has been my current routine but I don't feel poised and put together and it doesn't necessarily make me feel confident either sometimes it makes me feel self-conscious because it's too much so what is that good balance of of uh hiding versus enhancing Mm -hmm. and getting more confidence from it and yeah not to knock Mm -hmm. Botox like you know someday I may try it and love it I just as of right now I think that it would it would not make me love my skin more or aging more yeah that's my issue with it I um, it's different from straightening your teeth because straightening your teeth is is like not a like like getting wrinkles is a natural part of age that everyone deals with And you're just putting it off, but you're going to pay the piper later because eventually you're not going to be able to do that anymore. And 
and you're gonna hate your face <laughs> like I think yeah. it'd be better to let the wrinkles come gradually yeah well and I mean I guess I've just never had a big issue with wrinkles because for me it's just it they're not ugly <laughs> you know I don't know I've never thought they were ugly I always thought they were just part of of your like your laughs laugh creases and stuff like that you know crow's feet like I always think they're so pretty Mm. I don't know they've never bothered me so that's just Botox is nothing I've ever thought of and I always just think of John Travolta now oh yeah (laughs) like Botox gone bad whenever I think of Botox I think that's like the downside and please if we have any listeners who we love who actually can speak to this from experience and we sound super ignorant please educate us right but what I have right. I have heard anecdotally that if you like so my hairstylist had a really good friend whose mom got Botox like from the beginning every like all the time every three months like clockwork mm-hmm. and then she got to an age where I guess her body started having re- oh one of her eyebrows got like frozen oh, and apparently no. it's like your body does get to a point where it's it like starts rejecting it and and you oh just my. can't do it anymore. And um, like everyone is going to get to that point. It's it's is what she said. Now I don't know. Maybe she just had a really bad Botox doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it was like you're going to get to that point where um, your body starts to reject it. And then and like what she said is her friend's mom was like so miserable after that. Because and it's. And it's so sad. And I guess some people would be like, oh, well, that's why you need Botox to help you not be miserable. But my thing is, no, like, I think there there are things if you're really, truly miserable without it, that's where I'm like, okay, wait, like, aren't there things that could help you love the way you look at 40 and the way you look naturally at 50? But Mm -hmm. I mean, people could say the same thing about I'm very vain about my long hair and I love having long hair. And that is a sign of youth, right? (laughs) Like. And someday yeah. I will get to a point where my long hair does not look good on me anymore or it, the texture is bad or it's just, you know, but I'm actually excited because then I'll be able to have fun, blunt, angled bobs, which I don't have the time to deal with right now. But I think I always kind of think would be fun. So it'd be nice to be like, oh, well, I have to do this now. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Nope. I think it's good. I just feel like I have a lot to consider out of this one because I, I, need to apply it so closely to my own life well, right now. Well, maybe you don't have as many friends doing Botox as I do. I don't. We're not telling any you about it. They're Botox. probably doing it. They're probably just not <laughs> That's admitting true. their shit. That's true. I don't know of any friends doing Botox right now. And I so. really, I really, really can't say enough. I do. I'm not sitting here judging it. Like, I don't think it's like a morally bad thing. I'm just more yeah. trying to decide, is it really wise to do for my mental happy, like my, my happiness with myself. And yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous cause I'm going to invest, you know, over <laughs> like thousands of dollars into my teeth. Like, <laughs> so right. I get it, you know, it's just, everybody has different and I could, I could live with, and I could just embrace that my teeth, like I've never looked at your teeth and thought they looked crooked in your, in your pictures. You just, I always noticed how happy you looked, you know? I've never noticed that with you either, but that's like, it, that's the point is you notice it in yourself more than anyone else would. So So it's more something you have to decide. Can I live with this and can I overcome my insecurity? 
Or is this something that right. is not worth it and just get the damn Botox or get the damn Invisalign <laughs> like, and just right. stimulate I mean, that economy? <laughs> exactly. And in the end, it's just money, oh, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> You're not a morally better person because you didn't spend money on yourself. I do think, okay, so right. we, we talked about this in one of our badly, the podcast that went badly and accidentally got lost. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but we... Like your sister had told us a story about, I always wondered why your mom kept her hair shorter because she clearly had hair um, that would grow very long, like more like me. Um, yeah. Or, or you or Catherine or Teresa. Um, but she had, you know, thick, very beautiful, glossy brown hair. And um, I remember I saw a picture of her as a teenager in Grammy stuff and she had just this like I mean to her almost to her waist like glorious hippie hair and it was part mm-hmm, in the middle yeah. and it just suited her features so well like um it was just so pretty and not yeah. pretty it wasn't it, I don't think of your mom as being pretty I think of her as being beautiful um she, it was yeah. just very beautiful and I said something to Catherine like oh man I saw this picture of your mom and um you know I think it's, I wonder why she never grew her hair out long again. Like I just thought it was something that she was like inconvenienced by. And Catherine said she remembered Mm -hmm. her saying that when she had her hair that long, she kept catching herself looking at her reflection and feeling really vain (laughs) about it. And then she made a promise to herself that she would not, like she just couldn't handle her hair being that good looking and she had to cut it. Oh my gosh. This is why I will never be as good of a human as my my mother. That's my feeling exactly. Like I was just like, I can't argue with that, but I am not like that. <laughs> right. I'm not strong enough to be like, this is my best feature. You know, I, I'm, I'm too distracted by my best feature. I must uh, minimize yeah, it. I can't but. like, I feel like if anything, I'm like, well, I have lots of other features. I mean, maybe it's just cause your mom was so confident. Maybe she didn't look at herself in pictures and pick at herself like everyone else does. <laughs> unnatural confidence like she it would be so your mom to be like I am so gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) right but yeah Yeah, it was it was so interesting because I definitely definitely cannot relate to that because I yeah even when I feel really pretty about one part of me I'll look at I'll like look in a picture and be like (laughs) Like, that did not look as good as I thought it did in the mirror (laughs) yeah I do the same thing. I never focus on the good parts of my photos. It's always the bad parts. But okay, so here's the thing though I will say is that I think that being a woman in at like as you get older, like when you're a mom or if you are in your 30s, like you said, like you looked up to women like that when you were younger and noticed mm-hmm. like it's kind of like you're bearing witness to aging as a woman. And if you do it with like dignity and beauty that's so important for other women like for the culture of women to not be in this toxic trap of like only hot young things are pretty and I, mm-hmm. that's where I'm like I don't think it's it's better for everyone to to have that moral high ground where you're like oh I'm not going to be vain at all like I do think that um having a very yeah like carefully curated intentional poised 
beautiful look where you know that you look lovely and you're happy with, you know, what looks good on you and what suits you and you embrace that. Like, like, I just think that is so, that's really important for women, for young girls to see and for women to see and for your boys, like for my boys, I have three boys that like, I think it's really important that they look at me and think I'm, and always are like, Oh, mom looks so pretty. Like, I don't want them to look at me and think I look dowdy and like, tired all the time because then that will teach them that I'm not proud of who I am. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that, I think you're right. I think it would be always important for your kids to always be proud of their parents. If it's how they look, if it's how they act, if, if whatever it is that they can be proud of their parents in the same way their, their parents are, are confident in themselves. Yeah. And, and just, yeah, like as we age, to find ways to age, I think aging gracefully, it means that you do commit to like, you have a different standard. Like, yeah, you do have to change the way you do your makeup and your hair. Maybe like as if I let myself go gray, I'm going to have to be really good about actually styling my hair, which I've never been Mm -hmm. good about. I'm totally with you there. I'm (laughs) like, in the same way I look at women who are all like just clean and put together. And I'm like, I can't, I can barely stay on top of showering, let alone, blowing out my own hair (laughs) I know well I'm like I'm saying this and I'm literally running through my fingers through my hair right now and it's so greasy I think I could wring it out and like I'm sitting something from it and it's sitting here piled on top of my head reeking of chlorine because I came straight from the pool and still have not taken the time to shower (laughs) so I guess like (laughs) we're like so poised and put together but we actually we're total slobs so this podcast started out as us discussing like how you know much money we are willing to spend on being beautiful and it ends with like we should probably start with showering showering the basics i when i went to the grocery store let me just paint this picture for you greasy hair piled on top of my head right um, I'm just wearing a big sweatshirt. Like I was like, I'm not even going to put on a bra. I'm not doing yeah. it. And I'm wearing bell bottom sweatpants. So I've had them since like college over a pair of boots, like, <laughs> but like, like the worst look, I can't even describe how bad it was. And I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go out in public in my neighborhood like this. No, it's, it's COVID. So. <laughs> right this is my new look actually so so the rule is start with showering start with showering people you heard it here first <laughs> stop and smell the fart and then end with botox <laughs> start with showering end with botox. yeah <laughs> oh my God. i love it well yeah so second time you've inspired me today first with getting shit done around my house and p- taking on bigger projects by myself mm-hmm. and second i'm i'm gonna put together a very collected look tomorrow i'm going to too let's share it on our um shared instagram oh cool we'll take selfies yeah. we get people vote on our selfies who lives more who, who is the better representative <laughs> women in their 30s of their age <laughs> Who is enhancing versus hiding? <laughs> no, but seriously, people, if anyone's listening, please like message us on Instagram if that's easier. We have like yes. our Instagram new rules, old friends. Like, you know, we really do want to know. Like, obviously, this one is less us like sharing a rule that we figured out. It's more us sharing like a desire for a rule. 
<laughs> which, you know, right. we're, we're still trying to figure it out. Um, I mean, I think enhance don't hide. I think that's important. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's still like, yeah, that just, where do you find, where do you draw that line for yourself of, of boosting your self-esteem and when is it just like going to make you see the other stuff that you, oh my gosh, it's kind of connected to the laundry room. <laughs> That's weird. What's your connection? My connection is what, what is I told this? you in the beginning that like with the room, I cleaned up one corner of it and then suddenly the room stays cleaner because it doesn't look messy. So people don't just throw shit in it. Oh. oh. So it's like, what's your corner? Like, what's your like corner of the room that like is the catch all of, of your face <laughs> or your body? Like, what is it that just, you know, is it, is it going to be so transformative that like it will help you? just naturally feel great about the other things or is it going to be there are other house projects that you start to do and then it just makes you realize how shitty the rest of the room looks and how shitty the rest of the house looks and like one of my friends yeah she got like all new floors and she was like yeah it's great but then I'm like my sofa is like 10 years old (laughs) so I have these beautiful (laughs) floors and now I hate all my furniture um and I think that that happens all the time when you do stuff right. with your body or your clothes or your hair. Yeah. But clean up your clean corner. up your corner and <laughs> don't yeah, like how do you yeah, how do you find the balance? How do you age gracefully? I mean I guess we can um trying to like I guess that would just be the new rule, trying to age gracefully, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's but we need it is purposeful, but it's we still don't know what the purpose is. <laughs> I know. We're purposefully trying to figure it out right, right now. So share with us, please, because we need help. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, good conversation tonight, Kayla. Yeah, thanks. Sorry, it was a little bit. I, yeah, I should have done my research before and didn't realize that we had already talked about it. Now, have we done this one? We have done this it's one. It's hard because we do have overlap and we get excited talking about one thing and then we like start talking about another thing which is great and I think organic and makes it fun but it is hard to remember which ones we have thought about doing that we hadn't done yet I get it I'm gonna I'm probably gonna end up doing the same thing next week well hopefully next week we'll have Mm -hmm. a new platform everyone yes I'm going to research that actually I I researched it earlier (laughs) while we were talking (laughs) Like against our rule, we made a rule not to talk, not to, not to be on our phones while we're talking. I yeah, I can't believe you did Sorry. that. I like lock myself in a corner and remove all my distractions, and I have a notebook in front of me, and I refuse to get on my phone. And you're like researching and it giving took me thirty seconds. At the same time. It took me thirty seconds. I looked at one article, and then I looked at the one thing it recommended, and I sent you both. <laughs> I saw a text come through from you and I was like, I know I knew you would judge me. I should have saved it and then sent it when I hung up, but I'm not good at hiding. No, it's fine. I wouldn't judge you. I no, (laughs) I'm not the judger. Yeah, you're not. I am. I'm so judgy. I'm the empathizer. All right. Well, everyone, we hope you have a lovely week. Yeah. Happy Tuesday. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. (laughs) Go be okay, poised. You, you Poised too. and perfect. Good luck.